Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Risha, a show about living your very best life. So we talk on the show often about relationships, and they're a big part of our best life, aren't they? Um, in relationships, one of the things that comes up, and this shows up in my office a lot, is uh, conflict. And many, many of you, uh, many people, avoid conflict like the plague with the idea that if you avoid conflict, that your relationships will go smoother. Um, That actually is not what the research shows, certainly not been my experience. And yet, most of us don't get much training on how to handle a conflict, and it's not easy. You know, you, you, you have a good friend, you have a husband, you have a wife, you have a sister, you have a brother, and you see things differently. And Conflict often can lead to an interruption in the relationship, and nobody wants that, which is why we avoid it. So today on the show, uh, we will go through the importance of mastering conflict and some very, very straight strategies that you can use in your next conflict that can make all the difference in the world. Um, I will have in the studio with me uh, Georgia Dow psychotherapist, a specialist in conflict. We actually just filmed a video together on conflict resolution, which is why we wanted to do the topic today. Um, We did that video because, DVD actually, I should say, because there's so much of a demand about that, about how to handle conflicts in the workplace, in personal relationships. Uh, People really, really struggle with this. And women in particular, uh, women are very uncomfortable with conflict. And that in itself leads to a whole bunch of conflict. Anyways, before I get off on that tangent, I invite you, as always, to join the conversation. You can call us at 1-866-472-5792. You can email us at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Or if you prefer to text 1-514-796-4357. We see you every week when we look at our statistics that you are listening from all over the world. And one of the things that's true internationally is that we all have challenges in relationships and in conflicts. So I know you are joining me today on this topic, um, having experienced the difficulty of how do you deal with conflict. So again, let's go through... um, the premise of conflict, why is conflict important before we get to any kinds of strategies? So why is conflict so important and why does it even happen? Well, let's start at the basics. So I like to tell people that we all got a rule book in life. I got a rule book from my parents. You got a rule book from your parents. And the problem is that we got different rule books and we grow up a little narcissistically thinking that everybody got the same rule book as we did. And if everybody got the same rule book as I did, there would be no conflict because everyone would behave the way I think they should behave. But that's not at all the reality. We get different rule books. So according to me, you should say please and thank you at certain situations. Perhaps according to you, that's being too formal. Who's right? Many of you are saying, Sandra, you're right, because you're big in please and thank yous as well. And many of you are saying, oh, man, I hate people who stand on ceremony. And the truth is that we are all right. So we get different rule books and we fall in love. We get into relationships. And the first trouble shows up when your partner or your friend is not behaving according to your rule book. And you're not happy about it. It gives you a bad feeling. Perhaps it feels like a boundary has been violated. If you don't say please or thank you to me, perhaps I feel you're being very rude. And that's fine. Okay, because two rule books is going to require some discussion. Now, here's where it gets really interesting is I have choices if I'm upset. I can avoid the conflict or I could sit down and have a discussion with you. And here's the thing. 
um, women have a tendency of avoiding conflict, which in theory sounds really nice because then you don't have any fights. And I can't tell you how many people come into my office bragging about the fact that they have no fights in their uh, marriages or in their friendships. And um, they're always a little disappointed when they see the look of dismay on my face. And it is a look of dismay because actually not having conflicts does not speak to healthy relationships. I repeat, not having conflicts does not speak to having healthy relationships. This is not my opinion. This is science. Um, What do we know about people who have conflicts? Well, what we know is it's not how many conflicts you have. It's how you resolve your conflicts. That's key. And a conflict is actually, um, it's a call to connection. When you have a conflict, there's actually a wonderful opportunity to connect So not having conflicts, if we go to the flip side, usually means that there's no connection between you and the person who you're having no conflicts with is the connection is weak. Um, Think about it this way. You're in a relationship with somebody, but you don't feel safe enough to be able to get through a conflict with them. Do you actually have a relationship? I would say it's questionable because Your relationship needs to survive a conflict. So that's where we need some skills. We need to have an idea of how do we do this conflict without anyone ending up on the ground and without the relationship going out the window. Think about it also like this. Suppose we became friends and we started hanging out. And at some point I said to you, you know, when you do behavior A, it makes me feel kind of bad. And your response to that was, well, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Then if you don't like it too bad, so sad. Would you think, would you answer the question? Did we have really a relationship to begin with? Um, My answer to that question would be, I don't think so because a relationship that can't survive a conflict is not in fact a relationship. Now it's one thing if I would tell you off and start, you know, swearing at you. But if I simply was telling you, you know, that behavior you did makes me feel bad. Can we talk about it? In co- good conflict resolution, there should be absolutely no problem to sit down and talk about it. Now, let me put some rules on the table. It does not mean that because your behavior upsets me that you have to change and become who I want you to be. It does not mean that in the slightest. What does it mean? It means that you must be, at least that's the hope, interested in wanting to understand why I'm upset about your behavior. Now, when it's broken down like this, think about it. Doesn't that just sound like common courtesy? I mean, somebody's upset with me and wouldn't it be just sort of polite to want to know what I've done that upset them? So why do people respond so poorly? Well, There is a reason that people respond so poorly, and it has to do with the fact that um, most of us grow up with the idea that if we've upset someone, it means that we've done something wrong. So let's start with that. Does it mean that we've done something wrong? If I've upset you, does it mean I've done something wrong? So the answer to that is no. It does not mean you've done something wrong. So that's where, that's our first skill is that somebody comes and tells you they're upset with you. The first thing I want to put on the table is can you take yourself out of the equation? Can you take your own ego out of the equation? Meaning, can we start with the premise that this reason that someone's upset with me does not necessarily have anything to do with me? It has something to do with the other person's interpretation of the events. Remember the rule books? So the other person is feeling that my behavior was upsetting. Can I say to myself, okay, let me be curious and let me ask some questions. And that really is our step one to be curious. So I want to, you know, if you're listening to the show and you really want to become a master at conflict resolution, What we have so far is that having a healthy conflict will produce a better relationship in your life. So we want to almost invite a possible conflict. I know that sounds ludicrous, but having a good conflict will be fine 
if you know the rules of the game. And we're starting with rule number one. Rule number one is try to take your own stuff out of the equation when someone's getting upset with you. Try to listen to what they're saying and be curious, especially if it makes no sense. They're saying to you that your behavior was off and you think you've been delightful. You know you're a nice person. You know you haven't done anything wrong. Your first step is to be curious. Say, wow, okay, so I'm a little perplexed. You seem upset with me. I don't recall doing anything to you. And what you're saying I did wasn't how I recall it. Can you explain more to me about this? This is an incredible tool. I tell you, you might be listening going, really? That sounds so simple. It is only very emotionally intelligent people who are able to do that. And emotionally intelligent people who are able to do that, right away, that's the, the conflict will change because another thing to consider is if the person comes to you and they're very heated, and if you have that kind of calm response of, I'm a bit confused. Can you explain to me why you're so upset with me? On top of the fact that you're doing a great conflict resolution skill, you are also doing something called disarming. You are teaching that person and you are soothing their nervous system by not being reactive and not having a defensive reaction, which leads to more conflict. So disarming, meaning the other person will lightly start to calm down when they see you not getting defensive because that already is quite soothing. I mean, imagine it. Imagine if, you know, you were the one who was really upset and you were like, Sandra, you really upset me. I didn't like when you said that on the radio. I'm just grabbing at stuff right now. And if my first response was like, oh, really? Really? Okay. That's perplexing to me. Can you tell me more about that? It is probably going to trigger less anger than if I said, I didn't say anything wrong on the radio. What are you talking about? I was nothing but lovely, which will trigger more of what we call the attack defense dance. So our first step again is to get away from attack defense dance. We want to disarm and we want to, by disarm, we want to use the concept of curiosity. Tell me more. Why are you upset with me? Let me hear it. This does not in any way mean that you necessarily are accepting that you've done something wrong. This solely means that you care about the person enough to want to hear what is going on for them. And I mean, when you think about relationships and you think about the people in your life, we're not talking about a stranger here, maybe even with a stranger, but with the people in your life, you do care about them. That is the premise. So if they're upset with you, can't we offer people we care about um, an environment that shows that we care enough to hear why they're upset with us? We're going to take a break, but I'll ask you on the break to think about that. Is that who you want to be in your conflicts and in your relationships? Or is that too hard? Is it just simply that if anyone even insinuates that something you did might have been upsetting, that your ego has too much of a hard time with that to accept that? And that's something to think about because that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That does mean, however, that you meet, might need to work on feeling better about yourself because we're humans and we do make mistakes and we do do things that are upsetting to others. And could that be okay? I'll leave you to think about that as we take a short break. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. 
Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reese talking about conflict resolution. So important, you know, it, it really affects all of our lives so much. And it, it really is, there's a skill set involved. So I want to start to move through some of these strategies. And again, our egos really get us into trouble. And it's, you know, none of us are above this. I'm not above it either. I mean, when you're in a conflict, it's very hard not to get defensive. It's very hard not to take it personally. And it's very hard not to accept if the other person does not see our viewpoint. Um, the truth is that as humans, we have blind spots. Just like when we drive, there are blind spots. And you know the famous saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? A good conflict is not aiming to be right. A good conflict is you want to be walking away from them. This is really ideal. It's very important that I put this out here is you want to be walking away from the conflict with a win-win meaning that nobody is on the floor as the loser like oh I was wrong and you were right we want to walk away we want both egos to be protected a little bit to say you know there's some truth to what she says there's some truth to what he says and you know what I I can live with that and again good ego strength good emotional intelligence has very little difficulty saying that is to say you know what um even we can agree to disagree, you know, I love you, I agree, let's agree to disagree, but how do we make it work between the two of us that you feel good about it and I feel good about it and we can both walk away from this as winners? Um, that's a very important piece of the puzzle. Um, we, we grow up thinking that there's a winner and there's a loser. Uh, that's often the way we're taught growing up. And the truth of the matter is in a good conflict, you definitely want to have two winners. Um, so, When you start your conflict, perhaps you're listening to the show and you're thinking of um, a conflict in your life, Uh, definitely you want to start with choosing an appropriate time to talk to the person about it. Um, You know, bombarding someone when they're overwhelmed at work is really, really not ideal. Uh, So step one is can you go up to a person and ask them, is this a good time to talk? Because that's going to be really important because you, you know, timing can be really everything. If someone's exhausted, I know for me, I can give a personal example. I often would um, have my deep discussions with my husband late at night. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. Um, so he was tired and what would end up happening is he'd feel very triggered because when we're tired, we're easier to be triggered and the fight would just get really escalated really fast. So late at night, probably not the best time. Ask the person, is this a good time to talk? That's going to be important because certainly the person has the right to decide if it is a good time to talk. You want to clear the space. You want to be certainly having a conversation at a time that works for both of you. Again, win-win. The other rule of the game, which we want to get out here, and, you know, Georgia's going to be here soon, but another thing is watch how you have conflicts. A lot of people these days have conflicts through uh, social media, text, email. Yeah, not good. Not good. Emails and texts can be easily misconstrued. It's happened to me. It's happened to you. Uh, If it's starting to get escalated, get on the phone, see each other in person, see if you can do this directly. There's too much chance for misinterpretation. Um, certainly another thing you want to be careful about is another common pitfall of conflicts is person one starts a conflict with person two and says, 
you know, they follow the rules. You know, is this a good time to talk? Can we talk right now? Uh, person two says yes. Person one says, listen, there's something bothering me that you did. And person two then responds and says, well, it's funny that you say that because I'm upset with you too. This is not okay. I want this on straight talk. It is not okay. When somebody comes to you with an issue, at that time, you cannot bring up your issues. Okay. Now you might be kicking yourself because you might've been upset for weeks with that person and you didn't speak up about it. Even then you can't bring up your conflict at that time. Okay. Why? Because if you're upset about something, then it was on you to bring it up on your time. Now that the person is expressing something they're upset about, it's not your turn. So does that mean you can never bring up what was bothering you? No, you can certainly bring it up. So you deal with the conflict, you resolve the conflict, some time passes, you know, maybe an hour, maybe a two hours, maybe the next day you say, you know what, there's something I need to talk to you about too. No problem. But the rules of engagement mean that when person one is having a conflict, it does not become about person two. This is the number one mistake I see in my office when couples come in And one person is, you know, they're really prepared. They want to talk to their partner about something. And they say, there's something that's bothering me. And they start to talk. And the other person says, oh, really? Well, what about when you leave the toilet seat up or whatever? Um, I'm just trying to give an example. Not the right time. You can't do that. So we've got to get off that. So we deal with one issue at a time. And the person who started the conflict is the person's issue that's going to be dealt with. So that's going to be extremely important. Um, you want to also set up in your relationships rules of engagement. Um, like, you know, example, is it going to be okay to swear in your conflicts? Um, you know, is that going to be okay? Is screaming going to be Okay. Um, one has to decide what is going to be allowed and how far are you going to take it? So in our house, for example, um, screaming, no, swearing at each other. No. Now you might be listening, going, really? It's very tempting to do those things. Listen, if I haven't talked about it on straight talk, I can say it now that I am an ex bartender. (laughs) So believe me, it's very tempting to swear. But swearing during an argument is not going to bring your argument where you want to go. So you want to set rules of engagement. So you, I think a good rule of engagement is that we can be upset with each other, but we're still going to be respectful to each other. Um, that's the kind of thing you want to decide in your conflicts. So what happens if you're having a conflict and somebody doesn't follow the rules. So perhaps you tell your friend, I need to talk to you about the fact that you've been showing up late lately and it's been upset with me and they suddenly start yelling at you or swearing at you. What do you do in that situation? You want to be able to have the skill set to be able to say, listen, I want to talk about this with you. I want to resolve it with you, but I'm not comfortable with you screaming or swearing at me. And if you're going to continue to do that, we can't have this talk now. So you let me know when you're ready to talk about it. But you have to be willing to walk away. And I don't mean walk away in anger, but I do mean walk away and draw the line of the fact that this discussion is not going to happen right now. So that's going to be very, very important uh, to have those rules in place and to agree that we want to resolve a conflict. So that's another rule that I want to get out here is that therefore a conflict is not going to be swept under the table. So perhaps that person is yelling at you or swearing at you and you go, okay, well, we're going to have to take a break. This isn't working right now. And the person the next day comes up to you and goes, hi, and they act like nothing's happened. This happens a lot in marriages. I hear this a lot in my office. Yeah, that's not going to work either. Conflicts need to be resolved. They can't be swept under the rug because if they're swept under the rug, they're going to come back up over and over again. And a good conflict, you want a resolution so that you don't keep having it over and over again. Now, let me be careful here. Resolution does not mean you win. Resolution may even mean that we agree to disagree, but we both walk away with this satisfied with the discussion. So you also have to be clear on what the goal is. So maybe the goal is to be heard. That could be a big goal. Maybe the goal is to find a compromise. If I am with someone who's constantly late and it bothers me and they feel I'm too uptight about time issues, then the compromise might be that um, 
they're not going to be perfectly on time, but there's going to be a maximum amount of time that I will wait before I leave. I'm, I'm just randomly coming up with things, but we definitely want to set some rules in place that we both feel we can work with this. I can tell you without a doubt that in my marriage, in day-to-day operations, finding compromises is the key to having a happy marriage. But you got to find one that works for both of you. And sometimes it takes more than one discussion. In your workplace, you're going to need to find a conclusion that, again, both parties feel that they can live with that conclusion, that it can work for both of them. So that's going to be very important. So it's if in your relationships and your friendships, you definitely want to set up these rules of engagement early on or else what will you do when your conflict comes up? So I really think that in marriages or when you're dating or in friendship, you want to have the discussion right during the good period of how do you deal with conflict? How are you with that? We're going to take a short break and we'll be back. We'll have Georgia Dow in the house and we'll continue the discussion about conflict resolution. And we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So I'm back. Um, I'm here with Georgia Down. I'm very happy she's here because not only is she a brilliant therapist and has a lot to offer. We just, as I said, did a DVD on conflict resolution. And we absolutely were so excited about our DVD because it is such an important topic and so many people ask for it. But on a personal note... She is a dear friend and, you know, she works at the clinic. So there's been years and years behind this relationship. And I really can't think of a person who is better at conflict than her. And I'll even go so far as to say that in our relationship, she always says the same to me. We do superbly well with conflict. And and you know, in a way, there's a lot on the line because it could have gone really rough because yes. we really love each other yeah we have a, we can hurt each other right more, right, right. It we can, and I didn't bring up that strategy yet that you can't use like you can't go for the low blow which is yes. tempting yes and but we also have a working relationship so it yeah. could go really sour yes. I could easily go oh my god I don't want to bring this up because yes. you know like don't start well, trouble well, can we can we say something about that yeah what happened yeah go for it you people, you're not you weren't here for the first i'm just like right. so sad you weren't here because you have so many pearls of wisdom so go for it, Georgia it, it it's very true and i and you brought it up today when when we actually went through this yes but you actually said like sometimes when you are so close to someone yeah you do not want to rock the boat right. you don't want to make it no. so good why make it bad yeah. you're just getting along yeah and so people That's how often, I feel with you all the time. Well, I also it used to not as much anymore, but it used to cause me great anxiety when we had a problem. A lot of anxiety because I didn't have a lot of trusting relationships where I could have a good conflict. I had some, 
So that, that probably protected me a certain amount. But I didn't have a lot of people that I could actually have a, a healthy set of conflict with. There wasn't really that as so a thought process. And the the what you'd said was, I think, really important because that want of I don't want to rock the boat is so strongly innately when there's oh something that matters. Yeah. You don't want to rock it. But then what happens? Yeah. What happens, Sandra, if you choose to to not listen to that I don't feel okay and you want to you want to sit with it for a little bit always when you feel that not okay that doesn't mean you want to be reactive and right away blow up if you're going to blow up wait but then don't avoid it because what happens if you don't deal with that conflict or say something what happens what a brilliant question so I'm so glad you're here thank you you know it happened today you did bring it up we had a we had a business snafu nothing major but something we had to deal with yes and I actually was the one who said, I need yeah. to say something about this. Yeah. And I didn't want to say anything because I just think you're, and I'm saying it as I say it publicly, I just think you're amazing. And I, there is a temptation to go, just let it go. Yeah. So to answer your question, here's what mm-hmm. happens is the problem is we think we're going to let it go. Yeah. But we're fooling ourselves. Beautifully okay? said. Beautifully said. So a little tiny bit of bitterness starts. Yes. And the problem with anger is anger never, and I want you guys to listen to this, anger never disappears. Mm-hmm. It comes out directly yeah. or it comes out indirectly. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm going to be with Georgia and maybe without realizing that I make a little snide remark or maybe I show up late. Uh, maybe I'm cheap with her one day. Who yeah. knows? Yes. Something, okay? Yes. So it's it's a cost-benefit analysis, okay? Yeah. Because either I say, it's pay now or pay later. It really yeah. is. This is like a whole other show because I say something, we have a little discussion, we resolve it, we like, at the end we were like, telling each other how much we love each other or later on yeah. we have a problem in our relationship. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. And and the the cool part, the cool part one is that <clears throat> when when you say that, you know, you you start something, it's true this it you're just kind of like building up, right? And it might not be this time, but it might be next time. You're just putting drops of a little bit of animosity or a little bit of hurt or a little bit of a problem into this bucket and eventually it you pay it back. Like you're right. You you feel that and then you've started a little bit of we're teaching each other how to treat each other. And so every time well, say that you, again. Ooh, we say that again. teach each other how to treat each what other. What does that mean? Sorry. So that means that when I tell you I don't like this or I, I say something that this is not okay, I'm saying, you know, this is a different way. I'm teaching you how how is the order of operation of how do I work. I'm yeah. giving you my game plan. Your robot. I talked about the robot. Yes. Everyone has a different set to that. Yes. And the cool part is that when you have a good set, so it's interesting because we had this, it was a really minor thing. Minor. But but it was um it was something that would have caused me a lot of anxiety. Because any little conflict it would cause me a lot of anxiety. I'm not really one of those people that likes to no, fight. I don't like neither. to fight. You don't oh, like to no, fight no, either. No, no. I do I'll anything. fight if I have to, but I I really don't want to. And, but we've done so many good sets of, of conflicts. We've had so many fights that we've, we've really, and I won't even say fight. We really do discuss it. We care about each other. We're trying to go for the win-win. And it's nice to fight with a the therapist as a therapist, I oh, guess, because yeah, we sure. have the same rules. But, but a lot of therapists are not good at this. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But well, because why do you go into therapy, right? Right. right. Yeah. So that's a whole other show. A different show, <laughs> different yeah. show for a different time. But because of that. I trusted it was going to end up okay. And which it really, is weird for me to yeah. think that because I'm not the most yeah, trusting I think, of honestly, people naturally. We're like airing our personal stuff here today because <laughs> I actually, it was breakthrough for me because yeah. I also don't trust easily. Yeah. And this is what I want to get across is if you can have relationships in your life where the rules of uh, the game are clear and you yes. can have healthy conflicts, it builds trust. Yes. Because how come you're not trusting and how come I'm not trusting? I'll put a premise out there that sometimes in our relationships we must have felt not heard and yes. shut down for yes. our feelings. For sure. Yeah, it came for from sure. somewhere. Yes. So it was, you know, you often will say to me after a conflict that you feel closer to me. I often say on the Conflict Resolution DVD, we talk about the fact that conflict brings people closer together. Georgia, how could that be true? That sounds weird. Why would conflict bring people closer together? It's, it's a, a really funny thing because it's almost like you ha- you've gone to a fork in the road. I'm, I don't know why I'm feeling emotional about me it. Me too. <laughs> but it's so true. And you can choose to make this conflict to make each other worse. Or better. You mm-hmm. really have that choice. And um, because we fight, we don't, we're not, you know, calling each other names. We're not trying to destroy each other. We are really trying to understand the other person and listen and validate. 
I felt more heard, validated, uh, just so that we can all be clear. Santa was 100% right. I was totally wrong in this. No, she wasn't. I was. I was totally this wrong This is part this. of it, too. There's no such well, thing okay, as one being okay, totally fair, wrong. Fair, I wasn't. She wasn't no such, totally wrong. I think that Sandra had the solution that was going to work better. Does that sound, is that a fair way to yeah, say it? Yeah, that's fair. Which it but was we both true. had valid points. The points were valid, but I think that your strategy was one that will work better. And so, <laughs> you know, everyone's dying to know now, but we're not going into it. It's, it's really <laughs> it not was a really big a deal. minor, minor thing. But again, thing. when you problem solve, you need to be open that you can be wrong. Yes, and but that's, that's okay. Takes, but that's again, you got to put your ego ego yes. aside. Yes, and that you know, you're getting emotional. I just went to see a movie this week, which about the world and the state we're in, and. I'm a little emotional, too, because I do think that, you know, I don't want to get into politics on straight talk, but I do think we're living in a difficult time. And there's worries. And I know our listeners come from all over the world. There are worrisome things going on in the world that Mm -hmm. personally cause me a lot of heavy heart. And I do think what you're talking about, putting your ego aside and being open to other viewpoints, would have a big impact on the world. So this Mm -hmm. may not just be about your marriage and your relationships. This may affect, you know, it sounds so big, but future generations, because we're not listening to each other. Yeah. We're not listening. All I hear in the news is it's partisan. It's this, it's that. People are not listening. And we started the show with the concept that the first thing you have to do in a conflict is be curious and want to understand what the person's saying. You don't have to agree with it. You do you that really curious. well. I, I have Thank to you. say, you are the master of be curious. Because... You always really, and and Sandra really cares. She really wants to understand because I think that one of the things, and I might be wrong about this, so I'm just going to say, is that the more that you learn about someone else, there's less unknown. That makes a safer relationship, Yes, yes, yes. Plus, it's a funny thing about life. When you're curious about someone and you really listen, they may say something that makes sense, even though you were sure that there was no validity. (laughs) I am a bit of an oddball. I said this on the DVD too. I remember saying it is when someone is mad at me. Yes. And I find out something about one of my blind spots. I find that I get a kick out of that. I, I don't, get a real tickle out of that. I think that you are odd for yes. that because I don't think a lot of people the, feel that way. I love it. But it gives me an opportunity to work on that. Sure. Aren't we here to work on and become better versions of I, ourselves? I think we should be. I don't believe for most people they are. I well, guess if you're listening to the show, though, yeah. you're listening to yeah, it because exactly. that's, you are one of well the said. 15% of people that want to evolve. And really, without getting into few. world politics, don't you think with what's going on this week in the news, think yeah. about what's going on this week in the news and you know if you're listening what I'm referring to yep. okay don't you think this is relevant we're having people just mock people and make fun of situations instead of listening and understand that there are two viewpoints here no matter what your viewpoint on it and you need to be able to hear the viewpoints yeah even if you walk away not agreeing with it which you know obviously people have different viewpoints we have viewpoints it's fine. So in conflict, that is the first thing, is to be open and curious, to want to know more. It can only help you. It can only help you. I mean, you don't want to end your relationships with all the people you love, and that's what it will come down to, or stuff your feelings in, yes. which then means you're going to eat too much or smoke too much or drink too much or watch too much reality TV or take your, your opiates too much. Something's going to happen, Something's right? Something's going to happen. What happens to your clients who don't, you work with a lot of women who don't express their feelings. They have no conflicts. They think it's great. Yeah. What happens to them? Well, they usually get anxiety or they get ill or they shut down, or again, they they are, are miserable and they deny their own feelings to themselves. It's it's really damaging if you don't listen to how you feel and listen to the other people because conflicts are healthy. Really, they're healthy. not bad. Okay, but you know, okay, so we have a lot to talk about, and really only one segment left. So, and we're about to go to break. But here's the thing: when I want to put on the agenda, is that you and I are really good at it, so it goes smoothly. But what if you have a conflict with someone you never had a conflict with before? And as I start to say on the show, they're not curious, and they're like they're attack you and you your part of you goes you see I listened to straight talk and they told me to have a conflict and this is turning into a disaster I'm now not talking to my friend or things are not going well like I want you to answer that before the break and when we come back I did a DVD with you so I know you have incredible tips on step by step on what people should do like some short snappers on conflict resolution we'll do that after the break but before the break what if People are like, they don't want to hear what's bothering you. What do you do then? Yeah, I think that that's a very um, good point. One is you don't want to play the game. You don't want to 
like play to win uh, that kind of a game because often you play to win and you you end up losing to that. And so if they name call or are being spiteful or mean or rude, you do not need to engage. You don't, there isn't a win in a conflict. Like really it's, you want to try to go for, sorry, there can be a win-win, but you don't want to destroy the other person because then you actually lose. Right. Right. So you don't destroy the person. So this brings up that point. So I'm very mad at you and I know I could say something that would really hurt you and it would make me feel temporarily better. Why shouldn't I do that? Because you're going to actually, because we're a partnership, even if it's in business, if it's in work, if it's in there, if I, we're in the same boat. You want to remember, if you want to think of a metaphor, I love the metaphors. We're in the same boat. You can punch holes in the boat, but we're in this boat together. So we sink together or we float together and you make those choices. And every time you attack your partner in whatever it is your partner in or your family member, you're poking holes in the relationship boat that we are in. Such a beautiful metaphor. Wow. I love that. Right. So I don't want to do that. So the temptation, and when I feel it coming up and I know I can throw a nice zinger at you, oh, yeah. what do I tell myself? You have to take I a step I can hurt you. Back. I want to hurt you. Take a step. Whenever you start to grab the fling of mud, you want to just... Think before you throw it. Once you've grabbed it, you want to, like you say, that getting into the mud makes us both dirty. Right. Getting into the dirt makes makes you dirty. Right. That's all it does. (laughs) Right. You want to take a step back. I actually had that experience really recently with um, someone that that called me a name. They've never called me a name before. It was really, really weird. And uh, shocking. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going at it. I <laughs> thought I, that was my first my first right. was attack. It's human nature. And I was like, oh, I'm going to really aim for a low part to it. And I stopped. Thank God, because it was close. Like, again, when you say the don't talk, don't text, don't email when you're not feeling good. Yeah, that came up. I was going to. And right away. And I took a step back. Thank God, because it was close. Sometimes it's close. And uh, then I said, you know. What did I say? I said something along the lines of, you know, I go, why, why are you calling me a name? Like, that's not usually who you are. She's, Don't be that person. She's being curious. Look at that. And uh, they pulled back from that right away from it. Disarmed. She, what I talked about at the beginning of the show. Curiosity yeah, and disarmed. But it w- was like, sometimes it's, it's hard. It's hard to do. And I'm a therapist Very, and it was hard yeah, to do. It's great ego strength. Not yeah. easy. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it's taking a little break. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. not getting into the dirt, because if you get into the dirt, you get dirty. When we come back, don't go away, because this is the best part now. Georgia's going to rattle off some tips, and we'll also tell you about our new Master Life series, and that's pretty cool stuff. So we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back on a topic that's so huge. 
and obviously going to take more than today's segment. I do want to thank everyone for listening and joining in on the conversation. It's obviously brings up a lot of people, a lot of things for a lot of people. So, um, Georgia, yeah, uh, conflict resolutions. We're at the last segment, unfortunately. Some short snappers on what people should consider for handling conflict resolution. What are some key points that people should consider? Well, the first one is just to take a moment to breathe. Okay. You just take a breath, literally take a breath. Really take a step back and just. Okay. Important. Important. I know number two, I've already discussed it, which is the win-win concept. There are no losers. If there's a loser in a fight, that comes back to your boat. I say win-win, but it's your boat thing. We're both going to drown. What's next? Oh, we talked about this a bit. Yes. Yes. Be careful which way you discuss a a conflict. We had a conflict, and I'm not a good texter, and I'm not a good um, emailer, uh, and none of those things. I would like to say publicly she is telling the truth. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I called. Yeah. And I was very happy you called. Yeah. Which is another thing is do it directly. Don't avoid it. Don't avoid it. The phone rang. I could have gone, you know what, oh, this is not going to be good. It's not going to make you, you think that you'll feel better if you wait later, but actually you're just carrying anxiety around for a longer amount of time and that's doing damage to your system yeah very very good point next ooh, actively listen this is a very important one is listen to hear don't be preparing your defense while someone else is speaking okay but that's hard to do it's a hard thing to do you can prepare your defense after right <laughs> like you have time you're in a fight you're good okay what about this use feeling terms what does that mean so that one is to talk about like when when this happened this is how i felt not you suck because you did this sorry if that was too you, rude no it's okay but so i can't say you suck you can, but you'd say it really hurts. No, yeah. you cannot. You don't want to call people names. You don't want to attack. You want to say, because people are going to react so much nicer when you say, um, you know, I felt really hurt when this happened. I'm not attacking you. I'm just talking about my feelings. You're going to yeah. have a nicer reaction right. from the person. Right. right? And, you know, someone was just telling us this concept of bringing up something from the past. That's yep. also very problematic, isn't it? You know, because, and that's where it gets tricky because I'm not saying there's no statute of limitations. You can bring things up. But when you suddenly in a moment of anger, bring up something that happened from a long time ago, it feels very unfair, doesn't it? It does. And, and really there, there are people that will bring up many things even, right? They kind of go through many different things and happen, you want to handle one thing at a time. And if there's something from the past that bothers you, take your breath, write it down, write down what bothered you to that. And then when you're not upset or angry, because people often do that when they're upset and angry, it does not end well, right? Does it ever end well? No. No, you're not going to be better when you're upset or angry. And then you can bring it up then. Yeah, and I think that you have to be careful because if you swallowed something that you were upset about, it's really, you. there's no statute of limitations, but it's unfair in a moment of, of anger to go after the person because it's on you that you didn't bring it up. It's definitely on you. Yes. This is a big one here. What's yes. this? What's this? Avoid being defensive. Okay. So it's a hard thing when someone's saying that they're upset or worried about something to not say, well, I didn't do that. I did blah, 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 blah. We, we often take other people's being hurt as there's something wrong with me because I hurt you. We hurt people sometimes. We have misunderstandings. We're not perfect. But try to listen and hear them, not build your own defense inside of your head instead of that and go on the defense. Because other people feel invalidated. Like, how does it feel if I said, well... I didn't mean to do that. I did this. or Right. And people, unfortunately, do that a lot. Or I'm so sorry you felt that way. Yeah. Snarky, you know, like kind of like, oh, so sorry, Sandra. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's not a good one. Exactly. So that's the defensiveness, right? And again, defensiveness as two people who are in the field of psychology is not a sign of internal strength. It's a sign of weakness. So you, if you're a very defensive person, it's okay. It's forgivable. But remember, if you're aiming to be like really strong, Strong people don't defend themselves so much. Because they don't need to defend. If you're that good at fighting, you don't have to do much. Right. Because you're strong enough to handle that. Right. Here's another very important one I want to get out Mm. there. What is that, Georgia? I see your tips here. (laughs) Yes. That one's dealing with one situation at a time. Um, You don't want to suddenly stockhold and, and flood someone with this din, and then you did this, and then you forgot about that, and what about the toothpaste? handle one thing and if someone else brings up someone so I have an issue with this and then you bring up an issue you want to say okay we're going to actually 
deal with one issue, my issue, but I am I care that this bothered you. Why don't we write that down? And let's meet up next week. And we'll deal with yeah. it next week in so, a nice way. With, right. You know, and don't be nice greedy. If, I, if you go to someone and Ooh. you say, I have an issue with you and they respond really well, you go, okay, well, okay. And now that you, I see this in couple counseling all the time. Now that you was dealt with that, I have another issue. Yeah, Like that's a big, big problem. And you can feel that there, when you said that, even there's a little bit of bitterness. Despite you want, often when we are hurt, we want to hurt the other person. Mm-hmm, not good. And you don't want to, again, we're in the same boat. We're, I you're, love that. Yeah, thank you. I like the boats. We're, we're teammates. We're going to so, be presenting so, soon on this. Bring the yeah, boat in. Yeah. Well, yeah. if we're, we're playing tennis and I hit you in the knee with a tennis racket, but I want to win the game. Do I really want to win the game? Because I've now damaged my teammates. Right. Makes no Don't sense. Don't do that. Okay. That reminds me. A couple of things I want to get out there. It's unbelievable to me that we're out of time already on such an important topic. But I do want to mention for the Montrealers listening, Do we do have our free lecture series coming oh, up yes. on October 30th. And George and I will be talking about this topic, actually, yes. in more details. Um, and all the therapists at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression will be speaking. It's 100% free. However, we only have room for 70 people. So if you do want to participate in that, give us a call. And we will fill up full. We, we always, always do. do. Yeah. 514-777-4530. Now, Georgia, before we run out of time, and we're just about there, we just started a new segment in our DVD series called yeah. Master Life. Yeah. What is Master Life about this new section? So we wanted to give people the tools to really live a amazing life. And so these are tools that really should be taught in schools, but they're not. And these are how to master your life. You be the master of your life. You control your life. You give yourself the strongest tools you can to live the life that you deserve to live. And we just came out with two DVDs on them, Conflict Mm -hmm. Resolution and Emotional Intelligence. How long till they're online? We are hoping that they're going to be in line a week or so. We're hoping. Okay. Might be two, but we're thinking one week. So they can go to anxiety-videos.com or www.master-life.com. Yeah, for our new series. And I, yeah, we're very proud of them. They're, we are they, really we're, proud of we them. felt good about them. These are really good videos. Like, yeah. I'm biased. Yeah, but of course. They're really good. No, really, really good. We're happy about it. And if this is something that you struggle with, they, you know, she says I'm really good at it. It mm. is definitely a skill. I was not born good at it. I was terrible at it. You have to learn the strategies. George is great and, at it. And just think that if every conflict you have, you can bring yourself closer to the people that you're having that conflict with. How awesome is that? Your relationship? How powerful it's is great. that? It's great. It could change the world. Work relationships. It could change the oh God, world. Could it ever. Could Georgia, ever. if people want to reach you, how do they find you? Five, you can call. Uh, 514-777-4530. Thank you so much for coming on Straight Talk. You are just brilliant. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Sandra. No, it's true. Uh, We'll have to have you back, and we are going to have you back. Thank you all for listening. We're, like, out of time because this was such an important topic, so I'll just say my name is Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile... This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.